0: Hi, I'm Kevin Alves with Big Talk Podcasts. I believe that everyone needs to treat themselves for a job well done. Whether it's surviving a workday jam-packed with mind-numbing meetings, or that five-mile bike ride down the lake with your friends, nothing says, I fucking crushed this like a delicious cold beer. And there's no finer place to treat yourself than Chicago's northernmost taproom, Howard Street Brewing. Just steps from the Howard Street Red Line, Howard Street Brewing offers a cozy 37-seat tap room that's perfect for catching up with old friends or making some new ones. And don't let their one-barrel system fool you. It's perfectly pumping out a rotating menu of amazing beers like Roger's Proud Pale Ale, the Better Late Than Never Pilsner, and the This Is What Happens Larry Belgian Saison. Not sure what to try? Get a flight. Try them all. Like that beer and want some for the after party? Grab a few growlers for the road. You want some sweet merch with your beers? They've got hats and t-shirts ready for you too. So if you're in Chicago or planning a trip to Chicago, be sure to check out Howard Street Brewing. Open Tuesday through Sunday. No cash, cards only. Oh, and did I mention that there's entertainment every Tuesday night and trivia every Wednesday night? Oh, 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 and did I mention that you can have food from all the local spots delivered right to your table? Oh, 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 and did I mention that they're pet friendly? This place is the shit so check out Howard Street Brewing, located at 1617 West Howard Street in Chicago and at howardstreetbrewing.com. Be sure to tell them Big Talk sent you.
1: You guys missed it earlier as we were in the green room. (laughs) Uh, We were talking about uh, antacids. Yeah. And what our favorite kind of antacid was. Mine is the Walgreens brand of Pepsi
0: Complete. I usually just chew on some tropical-flavored Tums.
1: That's... That's why it only it's only putting a band-aid on the problem.
0: Well, yeah, the band-aid on the problem, yes, absolutely. The problem is, is my diet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not changing that shit, because I love cheeseburgers <laughs> and cookies. <laughs> There's a story behind everything from batteries and knives to glue and string. I'll Share with you these forgotten things you find lying in a junk drawer.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Junk Drawer. Hello. I am your host, Josh. Sorry, guys. That's Kevin. I did it. Let's not I'm make so it weird. sorry.
0: I'm so sorry. I fucked it up. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again.
1: No, this is it. No, no. Do it again.
0: Do it again. Give me, Give You my- always
1: bring back shit all the time. No, give give my he- line
0: again. Okay. Give my line again. All
1: right. All right. And uh, my name is Josh, and this is...
0: Hi, I'm Kevin. Oh, God.
1: Why did that, sound, that was great. why did that sound like a robot, Cut Kevin? Print. I don't think your head even moved.
0: <laughs> I was, I, I am robot, Kevin. I am hemorrhoid robot. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> well, a <laughs> bot? Why did we even make you?
0: What kind of God would do this? Uh,
1: so, for those of you who have not been here before, we don't normally just talk about acids and hemorrhoids, uh, but we will. We also uh, drink Yay. while we're doing this. Uh, and uh, today I'm having a Vizzy. Hey, a Vizzy. Hard, hard seltzer. Because I love seltzers. seltzers.
0: Uh, I am now drinking a wonderful, ice-cold can of Canada Dry ginger ale. Canada Dry! Because I am still entirely too hungover to drink. Yeah.
1: For those of you who didn't listen to the last episode, Kevin and I went to a murder mystery party at uh, our friend Chuck, who is also our sponsor. Howard Street Brewery, where it's going on!
0: 1617 West Howard Street in Chicago.
1: Uh, so we are still hungover because we record two episodes a day,
0: mm-hmm. and so I'm drinking this Canada Dry to help my little Tom Tums.
1: So how do, how, do, how does this work? Well, you're drinking Canada Dry. I'm drinking a Vizzy. We're not going to be talking about poop and hemorrhoids, although no, we no. might if we are prompted. We uh, go into the junk drawer. We take a look around. We rummage, as I like to say, I'm rummaging, rummaging you know, around. You know, as I like to say, oh yeah, rummaging. <laughs> and me, only me. Yeah, just your word. None of you can have that word. <sighs> Uh, we rummage through the junk drawer. We uh, pull out a random item. Our, well, we have an intern for that because we don't work. I'm not getting And then out we this uh, chair. tell you a little history. One of us knows what's going on, the other one doesn't. Mm-mm. Both of us usually don't, Mm-mm. but one of us did some work.
0: Right. This episode, not it.
1: Yeah, Kevin gets to sit back and be hung as fuck over.
0: Doing crazy wave arms. Oh, don't move your arms. Oh, like God, that, that hurts so bad.
1: Oh, God. So. Oh. Uh, let's see what intern Craig's got in the uh, junk drawer. Craig Where the hell is it Yup Got it Kevin.
0: Hmm. I went off the grid. Uh oh no. I, I love going off the grid because the grid's getting a little low. We gotta gotta, gotta get, get a refill low. we got a come bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little at gmail.com also, go to BigTalkChicago.com, and you can contact us there as well. Go ahead. Just tell us what to do, because yep. we're
1: all out of ideas. Yeah,
0: what do you want to hear? What's in your junk drawers?
1: <laughs> what do you guys want me to spin? <laughs> uh, welcome to all requests, because I ain't moving from this chair. I ain't going nowhere. Uh, I don't want to think nothing. Uh, Kevin, uh, our good buddy, intern Craig, pulled out from that junk drawer something that I'm pretty sure you have, something I'm pretty sure everyone has. somewhere. Uh, maybe your dad had it. Maybe your mom had it. Uh, maybe your maybe your grandma had it. It sounded like your grandma was pretty badass in the last episode. So yeah, maybe she. had what one of
0: those. What, what what's?
1: What do you think it is?
0: I don't know.
1: No, I, I mean, just think about it. What do you think it is? What's like a random object that you think that is not on our list that I would have pulled out of the drunk or, or rather paid our intern to do?
0: Hmm. Batman action figure. Interesting. Yeah, I would have thought but you did that. So so wrong. Oh no!
1: I pull out a clickety clackety. What finger cutting? What cigar cutter? What?
0: Oh, all right. That's Don't fun. put your hand in the cigar oh, cutter. Dark Man. It just makes me think about Dark Man.
1: Dark Man, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like a, that's a fucking, not even a repressed memory. That's just like a, always in the back of always, my head. Always.
0: Anytime I see a cigar cutter, I think about that man getting his fingers cut off with one of those. Oh,
1: and we were children uh-huh. when that movie came out. So yeah, I found a, we found ourselves a little cigar cutter. And you know what a cigar cutter is, right, kids? Yeah, it cuts it's the thing that looks like a little chompy jaws. You put your cigar's butt in there, it chomps the butt mm-hmm. off, and then your dad smokes it. Well, Kevin, uh, I don't know if you know this, Mm-mm. but there's three standard basic kinds of cigar cutters. Really? There is the straight cut or the guillotine. Okay. There's the punch, which uh, is three different kinds. There's the bullet punch, the Havana punch, and the multi-punch. Gotcha. And then there's the V-cut or wedge cutter. Ooh. Now, the wedge cutter is really interesting. And, I, and a lot of cigar aficionadas, which is the correct pronunciation.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, no, we're big, we're big sagarellos over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what do they call them. Cigarellos. No, is a real thing, though. No, is a small cigarellos. little, cigarellos. little yeah. cigarette. We're cigar-chomping
0: Cig- cigar cigarillos over here. Just a couple of cigarillos. <laughs> uh,
1: I do like to smoke a like, So let's get this out of the way. Yeah. like I do like to smoke a cigar. When's the last c- time you had a cigar?
0: Oh, it's been a few years since I had one, but I do enjoy a good cigar every once in a while. I'm, I'm uh, like a smaller, kind of a sweeter Uh, Cigar. Uh, Some of my dad smokes uh, bigger ones. I think the ones he smoked for a little bit were called the Mark Twain's because that was, you know, Mark Twain had that giant ass cigar. Fuck, it's long. And he'll smoke on those (laughs) things for a while, but he'll cut them in half. So it's like a regular size kind of deal.
1: Oh, my God. I know that there are so many people out there that would frown on the cutting in half part Mm. because of the way the cigar cutter will cut through, right? So it cuts like a log, like a, like a, like a log. That is, no, like, you know, I'm thinking cartoon, like Donald Duck is on a log, he goes through the thing. Like, it's, you know, they cut straight down so that right. you have, like, the, uh, the flat surface. Do you use a cigar cutter or do you use a punch? Uh,
0: I prefer a punch uh, because I don't like when, I don't like cutting the end because you get too much uh, tobacco in your mouth. I like the punch because ah. it keeps just the hole.
1: Part of the reason why you're doing that is because... And I wish we had a stinger for this, but I want it to be like, you're doing
0: it wrong. <laughs> Bling, you're doing it yeah, wrong. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so according to uh, a video that I watched on CigarAficionado.com, uh, which I figured was a good place to go to learn about cigars. I would
0: say that's a good spot to go. I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't go to like, you know, the AAA website or anything. <laughs> Maybe just cigar, wouldn't, that would be a good one.
1: Yeah, what would be the worst website to visit for information about cigar smoking? Uh, hemorrhoid inflammations. <laughs> so the, uh, the alright so the kind of cigar that you were talking about just a second ago mm-hmm. the one, the long one that looks like a Mark Twain yep. the kind of cigar that you're talking about is a Parejos uh, there's two different kinds of cigars there's a Parejos and there's a Figurados mm-hmm. and a Figurados is kind of like everything that is isn't a Parejos the Parejos is like the long um, uh, the long hard uh, yeah. the, the weekend uh, <laughs> like straight sided with the cap on the top you know it's the one you were talking about, the, like a Mark Twain. Oh, okay, is a parejos. yeah, like a cigar. Most cigars, I, I I don't have the full figure, so I may be wrong on this one. But the the cigar you're probably picturing is a parejo's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and they are, uh, you know, uh, like rectangular. They have a cap on the top, gotcha, which is called the cap. Oh, well, and the area where that is. Uh, is made of tobacco and a, a vegetable, like a vegetables. It's made of uh, vegetables. It's made of like carrots. No, uh, it's a uh, it's a glue that's made from. Uh, it's like a vegetarian glue. I don't really know what's in the glue, mm-hmm. but they're saying that it's edible. It's like an edible kind of glue. Okay, so you can eat um, a
0: cigar if you need to.
1: Right. Uh, it's a piece of tobacco wrapper. It's part of the leaf, and it's placed at the head of the cigar, and they use like this this glue on it, and they um. The, the cap the top of it because oh I'm sorry it is an odorless fl- I was looking for this it was driving me crazy because I it just the way they described it I thought was really funny um, the top of the cigar is called a cap it has made of an odorless flavorless vegetable based adhesive and I just thought that was such a uh, oh, 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 oh my goodness it's odorless it's flavorless it's a vegetable based adhesive <laughs> and you're like Ew. ooh okay that's
0: I'm intrigued.
1: Huh? what kind and it will kill you (laughs) so basically when you wrap when you roll a cigar you make this uh cap out of uh, tobacco uh, paper the leaf and then Mm -hmm. you use this glue to cap the top so that the wrapping doesn't come undone which is why you got tobacco in your mouth because most likely you cut too low on the cap gotcha because on the cap it, when it connects to the actual uh, cigar that's the wrapped cigar, uh-huh. where they meet is called the shoulder. Okay. So when you cut your cigar, always cut above the shoulder. Okay. When you're cutting a parejos uh, cigar.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. And that's
1: so a lot of the times when you get tobacco in your mouth, either it's just a shitty cigar, which is totally possible. Also, yes. Was it one of them white owls? Like, <laughs> what year was this? Was no. it college?
0: <laughs> I, first off, I was more of a swisher guy. Uh, oh, second you, off
1: yeah because that was tiny made you look like a pirate white, white owls
0: uh also came pre pre-punched <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, no, they were pre-punched the that's true. Yeah, that. That's right. that was yeah, like that. you just straight up get to town on them
1: oh remember the days when a zebra cake and a white owl and a bottle of snapple rain could just put you right. i
0: did fucking smoke my 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 share of white owls though those those were nice ones I mean, that,
1: was, that was the college cigar because mm-hmm. we were idiots yeah, oh yeah
0: oh yeah
1: um dumb but But an excellent example of a Parejos. Now, the Figurados uh, cigar, or so the internet told me, uh, are basically cigars that aren't straight-sided. Like, they're the ones that look like Torpedoes, because there's a bunch of different kinds. There's Torpedoes, there's Pyramids, there's Bellicosos, there's uh, Perfectos, and there's the uh, Diademas, and then there's the... Culebras, Ooh. which was my favorite one. I have never seen these before, but then I realized I absolutely have seen these before. Okay. Uh so the Culebras, Ooh. they uh they are several, it's like three snake-like uh, cigars cuz Culebras means snake okay. in uh Spanish and you t- and they're tied together. So it looks like a bundle of sticks. Okay. And you take them out and then you smoke each one individually. If you like Westerns, you've probably seen people smoking one of these okay. things. They look like beef jerky. Oh, kind of. yeah, of like, yeah. a, like a, like a, like a uh, uh, Slim Jim gotcha. kind of in your mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most likely, those were Culebras. So, yeah. Those are the different kinds of um, figurados, but there's like... I mean, it kind of just means anything that isn't straight-sided, okay. right? Now, when you cut a figurado... You don't cut above the shoulder because the shoulder is not really there. You cut a fourth of an inch down okay. to do it. And a lot of ones, including like, I think it's the Perfecto, that have the, clo- they have like a little uh, nubbin at the end and the, and the top okay. and the cap. Some cigar smokers like to cut that off. Some cigar smokers like to just puff that like a fatty. <laughs> it's entirely <laughs> up to you. Because that's why a lot of these cigar websites always refer to these things as the smoking experience. Because there's really no, like, I mean, there's a wrong way to do everything. Right. But there's not, like, a wrong way. Right. There's a way that's not going to produce the best smoking experience. So, like, you could bite the end off and theoretically smoke this cigar, but it's not going to be the best experience.
0: Oh, it's terrible. I've done that before because I'm like, yeah, I want to
1: bite the end off the cigar.
0: No, it's terrible. Don't do that.
1: You know what's wild? Cigar aficionados, like, uh, on, like, these videos and things that I've seen, like, they will just snap it off with their hands because they've been doing it so much they'll just pop it off.
0: That's crazy.
1: So you can do it if you know where to do it. Or they'll, like, flip it off with their fingernail, which I think is really fucking badass. I'm like, all right. But I don't need to smoke a cigar that badly. Like, the
0: match on their chin. Get to it, you know.
1: Boy, that man is a badass.
0: Badass. <laughs>
1: no, he eats only cars. Uh, so, yeah, the, uh, the, the whole, this whole thing goes into the ritual. Did you
0: say cars, not carbs? Yes. No, I said cars. Okay, good, good, good. I good.
1: think because cars is probably funny. No, absolutely
0: it is. Absolutely it is.
1: Uh, but yeah, so the this whole thing, uh, cigar cutting and like where that all comes from, is all part of the ritual of smoking. Yeah. And it goes back uh, to the day. What is interesting mm-hmm. about the cigar cutter, about the cigar cutter, the sh- is that no one really knows who invented it. Oh,
0: mystery. I love something shrouded in mystery.
1: Kind of. It was more just like kind of followed along with the trends and just sort of created itself. The necessity created the, the thing. You know what I mean? Oh. So it just sort of happened that, that way.
0: Somebody was like, I, need to, I'm, I can't get this with my thumb yet. And I don't want to yeah, bite I, it
1: oh, off. And it was in Berlin was where the first cigar cutter was seen. Uh-huh. Or at least the first time somebody wrote about a cigar cutter was a cigar cutter they saw in Berlin. And that man's name was Friedrich William Fairholt.
0: Imagine being in a world where something like a cigar cutter is... M- Unique and memorable enough that you had to write about it.
1: And here is what Frederick William Fairholt (laughs) had to say (laughs) when he came across a cigar cutter. In Berlin a few years ago, an ingenious pocket knife entirely of steel was fabricated for the use of cigar smokers. It had all the strength of the usual knife, but the spring was so constructed that it did not shut down to the edge of the blade. The cigar be—the cholera—the cigar end being placed through the aperture at the end, the point of the knife, on being pressed down by the finger— cut off the end of the cigar. I just assumed it's David Hyde Pierce.
0: Well, of course, of course, of course. Oh, well, yeah, of
1: course, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, in yes. Berlin a few years ago. An ingenious <laughs> pocket knife, right? Uh, but he also wrote about another cigar cutter that he saw. Oh, okay. And I'll try to do this, this in my, <laughs> worst, my worst Niles Crane. Another simple little implement to act as a cigar cutter and holder. The double cutter at one side takes off the end of the cigar and, when closed, acts as a hold for the finger and thumb. The opposite arms closing around the cigar and securing it very firmly. A small loop on one of the cutters allows it to be attached to a watch chain if desired. Maris. And
0: those were the words of Friedrich Wilhelm does it? I mean, really, truly, does it say anything like why he noticed these things? Was he working in a certain industry? Was he a cigar he was, guy? Like, well, I'm going to tell you. Or he just on the streets all, and be like, and why would anybody want to read his shit? Like, <laughs> like right, who, exactly. who was he?
1: F, listen, FWF, man, two Fs. Was the only surviving child of a Prussian immigrant. He originally worked as a tobacco manufacturer, uh, but he had an interest in literature and drama and from the uh, age of 12 received regular lessons in drawing. Uh, he also was the assistant to Stephen Sly, who was a wood engraver in 1835. Uh, but yeah, he used to illustrate and engrave for Charles Knight. His drawings appeared in London on the Penny Magazine, but he was known for his knowledge on medieval heraldry and costume design. So he loved gadgets. He was already in the arts, man. He was, he was, a, gig, yeah. he was a
0: gig worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so,
1: like, him running around in the tobacco industry, he saw some, like, crazy dude in Berlin It was like, sometimes I use it as a watch, <laughs> sometimes I cut the head off my good cigar. Give me
0: your finger. <laughs> what? Oh, no! even <laughs> <ask> the questions! <laughs> oh, the Nazis. <sighs>
1: <sighs> Jesus. Okay, I mean, that's fair. I was, I just kept thinking of, like, uh, Peter... like, um, Oh, what's his name, Peter Laurie, in, like, M... Am- <laughs> Oh no! See, we have to cut the ends off this cigar. We get tobacco in our mouths. Oh, it's so chewy. But yes, that's uh, you almost made me spit
0: f- out my ginger ale. It's so chewy.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I'll I'll
0: spit some ginger ale here and there. You know Easy. Uh, it's a family. So that guy,
1: Frederick Wilhelm Verholt is the first person really kind of ever that sort of discussed it. Like, this is a, cig- this is a cigar cutter. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's where we know so far where the cigar cutter begins. uh, so this is from the National Cigar Museum uh, it's a patent uh, on on the nature of cigar patents the US and international cigar industry of the 1700s and early 1800s was rudimentary at (laughs) best a scattering of factories while most cigars rolled in rural sheds and city apartments in Cuba small town and farm factories were allowed to roll cigars only for local consumption until the early 1800s once they were exported the demand grew quickly becoming a huge fad in Europe and the US by the 1830s so it's all kind of happening at the same time Okay, when when our buddy Friedrich Wilhelm uh, Fahren Fahrenfarts Feholt <laughs> uh is walking around in the tobacco industry, which is starting to boom in America because it's, you know it's come uh, in in Europe, and so you know because they always get the cool shit before we do because mm-hmm. you know that's how that works. Right. They were like, "Hey, check out this cool thing," and he just happened to be walking through the crowd and he was like, "Oh, what a
0: delightful little instrument! I should jot this down."
1: Yeah, you should tell everyone, tell the world. And he was like, what is your name and he disappeared in the darkness. <laughs> because he was dark man.
0: Oh. Uh, which is it makes it cuz it's
1: a fucking true story. So, there's It is. There's a bunch of different ways to cut a cigar. It's just cutting a cigar, right? But the right. very basic ways that you do it. You have a straight cut, which is also called the guillotine, which is the little snippy one. Right. That we are talking about that's triggering for anyone who lived through the 80s. Uh and then there's the punches and there's a bunch of different ways to do that. You're basically just Punching a hole in the back of a cigar so that you don't have to snip the end off. Why are we doing this? Because this is how uh, pressure and you know physics works. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to draw the smoke out in order to get it in your mouth parts. Mm-hmm. And so you need to have a hole to pull from the other end. Otherwise, it's just backing up against the cap. So you cut that part off. the Smoke comes into your mouth. And that is how you smoke a cigar, kids. Do I recommend it? Yeah, yes. It's fucking great. Uh, oh, wait.
0: No. The- we don't recommend yes. kids do that.
1: Oh, yeah, no, children shouldn't be doing it. Teenagers,
0: anything. yes, you can. That's fine.
1: Yeah, no, it's fine. Just do it in moderation and, and don't chew it. Yeah. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't be a fucking idiot. Craig, be cool.
0: Come on, Craig. Jesus.
1: Uh, So the punch system is doing the same thing, but what you're doing is you're punching a hole in the back of the cigar so that you can pull the smoke out, and some people swear by that. That's the better way. But for my money, I like a straight cut because I want to fucking smoke that little cigar. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of different ways... Uh, a bunch of different types of punches, but the basic ones. There's the bullet punch, which is just the one that you see that it's on keychains. You unscrew it. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. already a little I piece like of deals. metal on the other side. Yeah, those are bullet punches. Then there's the Havana punch. Ooh, what's that? The Havana that? punch is the one that you uh, you can unscrew it and it'll come out and come back in. Like it's not. It's
0: oh, like a lipstick kind of deal.
1: Yeah, kind of like that. Oh, okay. That's a Havana punch. Oh, okay. Um, and then or it's spring loaded. That's also Ooh, the way they like did a do switchblade it.
0: Switchblade punch.
1: Yeah, like that thing that that guy in No Country for Old Men uses. Oh yeah, for your cigar. Why don't you give me your cigar? Oh, this movie win all of the Oscars. Uh, and then uh, there's the multi-punch, which is a bunch of different kinds of. It comes like a kit. It's a bunch of different ways of uh, like different hole sizes depending on size of cigar. There's one more kind of basic cutter, and it's the V cut or the wedge. And I've seen these. Uh, the 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 sufficient autos love these fucking things. <laughs> I've never seen and one of these. What is this? It's weird. It looks like a um, looks like an axe blade, but not from the side, like towards you. So it's a wedge. Okay. You know what I mean? Like when you're looking down an axe yeah, yeah, blade. You yeah, know yeah. how it is, Kevin, when you're looking down the axe blade of your of the the man who finally caught <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, the man. Just After years of chasing you through my the my life. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch.
0: Uh, kind of like, the, like a big plow in the front of a truck.
1: Yeah, yeah. they look like that, but they're very small and long. Uh-huh. Uh And there's a bunch of different ways you can do that. There's like ones that you can actually press that click, kind of like a guillotine that'll pop that thing out. And and the makes this... It makes the cap of your cigar look like a butt. That's what it does. It just, it looks like a butt or, or, like, a, or like a cooked hot dog. Uh, you know how, like, the hot dog splits? Yeah. You know what I mean? It looks like that. And it's just a weird thing that a lot of these cigars are like, oh, I really love a wedge. And I'm like, do you? Do you now? Do you? Do you now? Uh, yeah, I didn't really want to think that much about what you're putting in your mouth there, bud, but I guess it makes sense to me.
0: Imagine if you had a cigar that tasted like a hot dog. That. Oh.
1: <laughs> Why is that an image that you're putting in my mind? Because
0: you just told me it looked like the end of a cooked hot dog, does, and now I'm just like lighting it in my head. I'm like, uh,
1: so when it water. comes to how dog, so when it comes to cutting your dog water hot dog cigar, <laughs> but uh, the whole act of uncapping the cigar and smoking it that way is part of the smoking experience. Mm-hmm. That's the whole. That's what you're selling. Because cigars are not cheap, right? No. And so you 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 want to like utilize like people that just chomp on those things, it drives me nuts. I'm like these that's like forty bucks. You're right? just eating forty bucks. <clears throat> so take your time with your cigar, kids. For those of you listening, if you're smoking a cigars,
0: take it take easy. Your time. Yeah,
1: take it easy. They're expensive. The point of the cigar is to smoke the thing. In is the ritual of the smoking experience. Right. It's 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 you
0: use say. those for celebrations or or glad tidings. You don't have to go in. Every day on a cigar You can just use it Every once in a while You know
1: Or you can be like Kevin you can smoke Some cigarellas While you're in Fucking Jinko jeans
0: Mm. Uh, I used to smoke um, They were called Al Capone sweets And they were Little (laughs) cigars That were the size Of cigarettes They had some With filters But I didn't use The filters Bombers or whatever They were dipped In cognac So they were sweet (laughs) It was like Smoking candy It was great Gummy and sweet Loved them. Mm -mm. Not gummy It was great. great You would love it. What them. were those chemicals?
1: Mm. Uh, but uh, one of the big things that they talk about, uh, a lot of different cigar websites and or people that sell cigar cutters will tell you that the number one problem is safety. Mm. Because <laughs> that is a blade. Dummies, right? yes. Uh, in 1999, Michael Jordan injured his finger with a cigar cutter, which a lot of people believe is why he retired the second time.
0: Oh, wow. Look at that guy. because of his... Brought down MJ, man. <laughs> The fucking, Watch your ass! The fucking cigar cutter brought down the, the greatest basketball players of all yeah, time. Yeah, well, It's his second
1: retirement. Anybody that gets a second oh, retirement, no. you're fine. Was
0: it it's his second retirement from which sport? He's like, what, what sport am I retiring from today? Which one is this again? <laughs>
1: he's gonna be in curling now.
0: Oh great! I hear, <laughs> I hear he's starting to <laughs> drop those league. hot
1: Michael Jordan takes. How old are we? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: Well, I'm 48, so
1: no, that's true. I'm 42, so yeah. Our, our, and we're also hungover. I don't know if we mentioned that earlier. Heavily, but yeah, that's uh, that is really it, man. That that's the story of cigar cutters. They they don't know who came up with them. Uh, A lot of the reason for them is because when you when you create a cigar, when when a cigar is born, Kevin, they wrap (laughs) the leaves around and then they cap it with this like extra piece on the end, kind of like at the back of a fucking pork tenderloin, which I fucking want right now. God, that Uh, sounds amazing. But that's that's it, man. That's that's the history. Uh, so you've you got your Parejos. You've got your Figurados, which are... Have you ever smoked a torpedo? Do you remember those? Uh, the ones that are like pointed on
0: each end and kind of get fat in the middle?
1: The Perfecto is the one you're talking about. Oh, it. Okay. tapered on both sides. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the torpedoes are... They look like that. They look like a fucking torpedo. There you go. Done. I've told you everything you need to know.
0: <laughs> There's all your information. Uh, that... Yeah. And, and that
1: picks. is the end of our show, everyone. Uh, yeah, no, the torpedoes just—they uh, look like bullets, but they're longer, like a long bullet. The uh, penatella, I think, is the one that you like. The double Corona is kind of the one I'm used to. Mm-hmm. It's long. There's also the Churchill. Oh yeah, the Churchill's the long is a big one. one. Yeah, yeah. Seven inches long. Fucking ass. Uh, coronas are the ones I think most people use because that is the benchmark that they measure cigars
0: by. And Coronas are all about family. <laughs> That was good. Thanks. Fast tens coming up. Let's get let's get psyched. All right. Sorry. And I love
1: this from the uh, cigar aficionados website. Cigars can be pricey. It's important that the smoker has
0: the experience they want with a cigar of their choosing. Oh.
1: Because I just because they really people talking about cigars make me so sleepy. And I love
0: because it. it's just like come sit in these giant leather chairs in this dark room and just sit. And I'm like oh I'm gonna fall asleep in here. Two seconds.
1: I don't understand cigar bars like going in there and being like ah <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> When you love when you love a campfire so much, you want to live. I in. just
0: want to sit inside it. It was like, oh, that's
1: not what I love about it. Uh, uh,
0: the Atlanta airport used to have what I called fish bowls, uh, and it was the smoking. <laughs> it, it was it was the smoking room uh, for cigarette smokers. Cool. So it was a place in the airport where you could have a cigarette, and it was fine. But it was just sitting in the waiting in in a waiting room. Ugh. chain smoking in this box with a, a ventilation system that was only half working. Like, as soon as you came out, you just reeked of cigarettes Ugh. and smoke. Just
1: sitting in other people's nicotine coughs, Yeah, I, just don't, like, ah, I, don't, I don't
0: get that whole bar thing either because I don't want to go, I don't want to smell like that anymore, you know? That's why I you go outside. You know
1: what's great? Like, when they, because I remember, because I remember, Berger, this is the podcast for everyone over 40, because I remember when they stopped smoking in bars. Mm-hmm. Like when they, they shut it down. Oh, I was And pissed. people protested. Oh, I was so bad. I wasn't. I thought it was great. I have asthma. I'm like, good. You can go outside and smoke a cigarette.
0: I hate it. I used to love well, smoking cigarettes. What if it's cold? I don't know. And now it's like, it's fucking cold. It's like, who gives a fuck? Come on, let's go. And we everybody's like, okay. Shit, we were, yeah, we were hanging out outside going? last night in Chicago. Most of the in night February. in Chicago. You know what happens? You toughen the fuck You're up. Toughen the you fuck put, on up. Christopher,
1: Christopher, you <laughs> put on your fucking jacket. Christopher, Christopher, you put on your fucking jacket. Christopher. My ass. My ass. Kevin, would you like to know what was considered the best cigar cutter of 2023? Yeah, I would, actually. It is the Colibri V-Cut. There it is again. Okay. It's those fucking wedges. Like that but but it's butthole. the hotness. It, yeah. That hot the, butthole. It's the, it's the they butthole love that cut. Butthole. It's just, it's fucking crypto, <laughs> nuclear power, and butthole cut cigars. Yep. That's what the bros are into it's, right that's now. That's the deal right there. Yeah, it is a Colibri V-Cut. It's V-shaped stainless steel with spring-loaded release can you guess, Kevin? Actual retail price? Ooh. How much this is going for on Amazon right now?
0: On Amazon, and this is a cigar cutter. What's it made of?
1: Stainless steel. Uh, it's got an ergonomic design. I'm
0: gonna go with two hundred
1: ninety nine dollars. Wow, no, way over. It's fifty bucks. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I still think that's a lot for a fucking knife. Oh, absolutely. For your fucking cigar. Oh
0: yeah, that's that's.
1: You can you you know, you do you go to fucking elementary school when no one's there. You take one of the fucking. Paper, paper knives, paper machetes, and you snip it like a fucking hero.
0: <laughs> I, that's what you do. Just go out to the shed, get a fucking roofing nail, and just pop a hole in the back end, call it a day.
1: <laughs> I uh, can't afford cigars, so
0: that's how I smoke mine. And that's why I buy White Owls pre-punched, <laughs> cheap-ass cigars. Oh, what if we got... oh I'm
1: going to down it with a bottle of MD-2020. Oh, my God. Uh, what
0: if we got them to sponsor us, White Owl? <laughs> mad
1: Dog? Hell yeah. And Mad Dog. So that is the cigar cutter, Kevin, uh, and that's uh, it, right? Nice, what yeah, it, yeah. Well, not, Just uh, kidding. Wait.
0: It's time for a oh, quiz. Oh, damn
1: it! Yep, sorry, bud. It's time to do the thing. Question wanna. number one. Uh, all right. A torpedo is classified as what type of cigar?
0: Uh th- is that that is that's the Perillo? Is that your final answer? Yes.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: Figurados.
1: Oh, the yeah. other one was the parejos. Parejos. That's a, yeah, yeah. Those are the Churchill like looking yes. ones. The coronas. Those are parejos. Yes. Figurados are anything that isn't a parejos kind of right. Number two. Why? What do you avoid? Why? <laughs> number two. What do you avoid by cutting above the shoulder?
0: What do you avoid by cutting above the shoulder? Uh, having your cigar unravel?
1: Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> one out of two. Question number three. What are the three basic types of cutters? Oh,
0: it is uh, the blade guillotine style. It is a punch. And, and it is the V-shaped asshole punch.
1: V-shaped asshole punch for the yeah! win! Two out of three. Right. That is a solid C+. What, 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 what? Well
0: done. I am,
1: I am jealous of... Because your recall memory was clearly way much better than mine. Ooh, and that's... Because last, last episode, yeah, terrible. not so much. Still hurts. Still hurts thinking about it. Don't let's like talk about it.
0: I keep... We, we made this show together, and we still get partway through your episodes, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot we have to do pop quiz. <laughs> and I start... <laughs> for, then I just forget everything, and it's all gone. I don't know how I came back, but yes, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'd like... Uh, oh, you.
1: I'm glad to... I'm, you know what? I'm glad to have been here for you and to go through the thing with you. I think it's time for some Mr. Thank Yous.
0: Yay! Who are you thinking?
1: My first Mr. Thank You is to Chuck, who's our sponsor at uh, Howard Street Brewery. Wait, are you frozen?
0: No, I'm just listening.
1: Oh, are you waiting for the theme song? To <laughs> so the Howard Street Brewery, where it's going on.
0: 1617 was Howard Street in
1: Chicago. I just keep going up a level, there, man. I gotta stay an octave and that's comfortable. Uh, so that's my first Mr. Thank you. My second Mr. Thank you is to you, Kevin, for no, this. Thank you. And then my third Mr. Thank you is to Google for helping me do my research. Yeah, Google. And uh, to you for emailing me sometimes. That's fun. Yay. That's it. Those are my Mr. Thank
0: you. Uh, my Mr. Thank you is to Jason Moody for a kick-ass theme yeah, song. Yeah, I thought I'd give you that Oh, one. thanks, man. I appreciate it. This week I get, this You're episode welcome. I get moody. <laughs> thank you, Moody. Uh, thank you to you, Joshua, for being an amazing mm. co-host. Um uh, Go drink Chuck's beer and...
1: <laughs> Go kick Chuck's ass.
0: Great his fucking butt. Oh, and um, we got to plug, dude. Go see Josh oh, yeah. at the Green Mill in Chicago oh, yeah. every Saturday at the Paper Machete as Chad the Bird. Yeah, uh, you can
1: come see Chad every Saturday at 3 o'clock. Oh, you already said
0: that. No, no, I didn't. yet. Yeah. I was getting you saying that part. You said that. You just All right, it. I'll say that. Do it.
1: Come by the Green Mill. Get there early because that place gets crowded. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we do every we do the show every Saturday at three o'clock. Chad always gets uh, some giggles. Yeah. So come and be a part of the giggles. see Chad. Follow him on the TikTok. That's a whole thing.
0: It's a fucking great show. And then um, if you're still in Chicago and you want to hang out uh, every last Tuesday of the month at Howard Street Brewing at 1617 West Howard Street, uh, I am hosting a storytelling show called Based on a True Story, where I ask writers and storytellers to take a true personal story and turn that into fiction. Write your own tall tale. And yeah, do some wild shit. So um, come check us out. Drink some beers. Listen to some stories. Last Tuesday of every month, uh, 730, it is a pay-what-you-can show. So um, come check that out. And then also tell everybody about this show and about Big Talk Podcast and spread the word. We're on Instagram and we're on uh, Facebook. Are we on Twitter? Give us money. Yeah, we do some money. We'll do some money.
1: Because then we will do, we'll go get cigars. Yeah because we can finally afford to have them.
0: Yeah, oh, that'll be nice.
1: I, I love when friends have humidors. I'm like, you don't even have health insurance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kevin and Josh will reveal a lot about all of the stuff that you forgot. Some of it may come as quite a shock. It's just like in your junk drawer. Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.